The Fremont Local Food Hub podcast is made possible by the Lost Wells Cattle Company. They're committed to providing you with a premium beef product right here in Fremont County. So when you're looking for a juicy, tender, delicious cut of Wyoming beef, think of Lost Wells Cattle Company. They're located at 190 Dirt Road, just off 8 Mile Road, or just southeast of Midvale. You can contact the boys at 307-850-2129 or visit LostWellsCattleCompany.com. And don't forget to like their Facebook page. This is Jack Schmidt. Welcome to the Riverton Local Food Hub Podcast. Each week we try to keep you informed about local food here in the wilds of Wyoming. The Riverton Local Food Hub is trying to get more locally produced food into our community. Right now, we figure that less than 3% of the food that we consume is grown here, processed, and marketed locally. Our goal is to have 25% of our consumption locally grown by 2025. So that's why the Riverton Local Food Hub was formed. If you're new to the podcast, that's who we are and, and what we're about. Riverton, Wyoming is pretty much in the center of the state, but but just because we live in one of the least populated areas of the nation, we really aren't that much different from the rest of the world. We're just a lot farther out. People here in Riverton are just like everybody else. We want to eat good food. We want to eat food that's healthy. We want to eat food that's minimally processed. And we want to eat food that's produced by our neighbors so that they can prosper and stay in the community. As about everybody knows, Vertical integration has been the mainstay of the food business for the last four or five decades to where now there's just a handful of companies, maybe a half a dozen, that control almost all the food that we eat. Now, that's a, that's a real efficient system. Don't get me wrong. And the food's pretty good. And it's damn cheap. But most of it travels an awful long way. And when that food's been traveling for a couple of days or a couple of weeks or a couple of months, it just doesn't taste as good, and it's probably not as good for you. You can't beat local, and you can't beat fresh, and that's why the Riverton Local Food Hub was formed. We're trying to encourage more people to produce and consume locally. Our farmers and ranchers here in the Wind River Basin can produce darn near anything we need, even in this high country that's got a real short growing season. But processing and marketing has been moved to other places. Almost everything leaves here. It goes to other states or even other countries. It's processed. It's mixed with food from all over the world. And then it ships shipped back to us. And that's why the Riverton Local Food Hub was formed. We want to rebuild a processing and marketing infrastructure that has moved to a global stage in the last 60 years at the expense of local producers and rural communities. So, falls here in Wyoming, and winter looks like it's right over on the other side of the mountain. Killing frosts have been common, and the snow's in the forecast. So, the most activities in the mountains right now is hunting season's in full swing. Yeah, that, that counts as local food, too. Wild game's a big part of a lot of people's diet. The Food Hub got its license last week, up at the airport, and we've been busy getting the incubator kitchen and the local food restaurant up and going. Anybody who wants to visit about local food or ask about using the kitchen, just stop by. 
up at the Riverton Airport. Cafes open from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m., Monday through Saturday. Grab a grass-fed hamburger with a side of local pinto beans. I'll tell you what, those beans just come out of the oven this morning, and they're not bad. Grow right out here in Missouri Valley. While you're eating your beans, you can help us figure out how to help our local producers get more of their product. So on the podcast today, we're going to talk to some local producers. We're going to talk turkey today. <laughs> we're going to talk turkey to Bailey and Pat Brennan from Lander, Missouri, Lander, Wyoming. For crying out loud, I get Lander, Missouri out of it. So welcome, kids. I appreciate you coming in. So give us just a little bit of history of that Second Street Farm that you've got. So, Bailey, why don't you start and give us a little bit of your history and how you got here. Great. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for the opportunity to be here. Um, yeah, so Pat and I have independently and um, together been involved in agriculture in some form or another over the last decade or so. I spent some time in Vermont living and working on a vegetable farm in 2011, 2012 before going to law school. Um, went to law school and then started practicing um, with the hopes that one day would have a, a farm of my own. And then um, I'll let Pat talk a little bit about his experience ranching in Jackson. Um, and and then, you know, in the last year or so, we've started, we started looking for property um, in and around Wyoming. Um, landed um, on a place in Lander, just outside Lander on 2nd Street, um, 74 acres, uh, mostly pasture, hay fields, um, with the goal of one day growing vegetables and fruit and um, poultry for the community. Which is a very common dream. I mean, that's kind of, we're all uh, at at some stage of our lives, uh, want to get your hands in your dirt, in the dirt. That's, it's just a very common goal of everybody, and I'm so happy that, that there's people like you that are doing it, have the nerve to do it. It takes a lot of nerve, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. Sure. So, Pat, kind of give us a little bit of your background and, and uh, uh, where you came from and where you see this thing going. Um, yeah, so I have worked in like kind of the general ranching world for almost the last 10 years. And uh, I worked for kind of a middle-sized cow-calf operation in Jackson. Um, And we also finished beef there for like a local natural beef program, which was sold at a farmer's market. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I um, really liked what I was doing and um, like working outside all the time. And like you say, the hands in the dirt thing is pretty good deal and uh so bailey and i got together and had this mutual interest in growing something and um we raised as many vegetables and stuff like that as we could in jackson and it's even harder to grow stuff there yeah. um by the way we had the people with vertical harvest on here two weeks ago uh-huh. and it was it's just kind of fascinating what you can do out here in the in the hinterland isn't it yeah it is yeah yeah and we can do quite a bit more here than you can do there, for sure. Yes. Um, so, anyways, yeah, we uh, this seemed like a um, manageable entry into agriculture. You know, like I, I really like cows and raising cows, but it's a hard thing to get into. And, it, you know, we, 
it's a pretty crowded market. It, it is, so. but uh, Pat, I'm, I'm proud of you because that you know we all want to be cowboys because we all want to wear the hat. You yeah. know, it's just <laughs> kind of the way it is. Yeah, but we can't all be, you know, and and so. Well, from I mentioned Missouri. I'm from Missouri. That's where you know, and and that's what you 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 make your money. You pay the mortgage off with the hogs, you know. But you got the cow so you could buy the hat, you know. And that's yeah. <laughs> but you did it a little bit different. You you went with a you went with a turkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm proud of you. That's a lot of people wouldn't. Have, did you know that you know the the term drover is what we all consider ourselves to be the real cowboys. You drove them up from the south, but really the term drover stems from the uh, from people that drove physically drove turkeys from Philadelphia to New York during the time of the of the Revolutionary War, and that's how there was good money in turkeys. And a drover was somebody they didn't drive cows. They drove turkeys. Huh. So you're starting just like the real pioneers did. <laughs> well, you know, they do herd. Like, like they cows. do, don't they? Yeah. yeah. We, have a, we have a couple cow dogs. That yep. Yep. They, uh, they like to help. That's what, yeah, a lot of people train dogs with turkeys. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how the turkey, you moved here with 100 turkeys, didn't yeah. you? I, I don't think you drove them over Togarty, did you? No. no. I, th- yeah. I think we held them in a horse <laughs> trailer. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, this this guy that I worked with in Jackson um, that owns a butcher shop there, his name's Nick Phillips, and he owns Sweet Cheek Meats, and they do um, whole animal stuff. Um, and catering, they catered our wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're quite they're quite famous actually. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. stuff. Yeah, he, um, he when I told Nick I I was um, I worked with him pretty closely because we we took a lot of carcasses there, and um, I told him I like we were looking at buying this place and we're pretty sure we were going to buy it. And, uh, he's like, well, you know, I could use a bunch of turkeys. Um, so if you buy a hundred turkeys, I'll buy every one of them from you. And so we were like, well, okay. And so we bought, I don't know, I think we bought a hundred poults and, um, like panic, Quickly built some brooders and put them in our garage. Spent our Fourth of July holiday building brooders yeah. in East Jackson. Oh, it was the Fourth. You got to got them late in the in the. We stu- did. Yeah. It okay. Was, we got them about as late as we could possibly. Yeah. yeah. Do it and still make it work. Yeah. Um, so, and and then you know various things happened and we kind of realized that. Um, well, sorry, Nick, but we're going to sell them direct to consumer. Um, well, let's talk about that a little bit yeah. too. You you didn't really have an alternative because there's right. there's no poultry processing, to right. my knowledge, in Wyoming. Correct. Yeah, there's you know we've done quite a bit of research, Jack. You've helped us and talked to folks and can't find a, a place in Wyoming where we could do um, large scale processing. And I'm saying one thousand and one birds. Yes. <laughs> that's, yes. That's large scale. Yeah, and yet they nice. have to be inspected to right. go into the re- into the commercial mm-hmm. trade into the resale trade. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you're depending on the food Wyoming food freedom right. to be able to sell them. Yep. Correct. And exactly. so you might describe a little bit there about your marketing plan on that. Yeah. So we are selling direct to consumer. We've been going to farmers markets in Lander and Jackson, um, selling online um, you know, we have a social media presence, and um, it really, any way folks want to get in touch with us, we'll um, set them up with a turkey. Good, and we'll yeah. put that in the show notes, and we'll put it on here. We'll put it in there right now, and then yeah. we'll do it at the end, too. So give, give the, the website and the Facebook page. Yeah, so secondstreetfarm.com. Um, that's spelled out. Um, and then we are on Instagram and Facebook at 
Second Street Farm. All the social media. Yeah. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> and all right, I, so we're getting off, we're getting ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. but I do want to mention that you have are out of the hundred, or however many you raised, I'm sure there was a little bit of attrition we're there. We're pretty proud of our... Are you? Yeah. How, how many did how many you want? We lost, we can't, we tried to count about a week ago. <laughs> we have at least 95, maybe 96. Wow. So wow. We're pretty proud for the first 4% time. 4% death loss. Yeah. Freight and chickens over to yeah. your turkeys over to That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, for our first time. We're pretty proud of it. Yeah. With the industry standards, like t- for this, yeah, 10 to 15. So Exactly. So, but now, let's get, so you've got how many left that aren't sold? 15 so, as of today. Yeah. So, folks, if you want a turkey, I'd suggest you you get on the list pretty doggone quick and maybe get on the list for next year. Well, let's talk a little bit about that too, about the, about the management. Cause I'm really interested. Like, dang, I wish I was a little younger. I, I wish I'd, I wish my daddy'd give me a turkey rather than a sow. You know, it's just, just cooler, I think. But, so, so on, 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 on growing these birds now, I, I, I'm, okay. What we're used to, what I'm used to is in South Missouri was these huge houses where they'd have them, confined and we're and and actually it was kind of a sad thing to see uh pretty nasty uh, a lot of dust a lot of dirt and smells not very good uh and and those birds actually didn't move very much at all now tell us about your operation and how your deal works i wish our birds had moved less <laughs> <they'd gain> better. <laughs> um, so we uh we've got about a uh well i don't know about a hundred foot diameter um, hot hot wire pin that we move every three or four days, and it's it's kind of a woven wire, not yeah. wire, but a yeah, wo- it looks like yeah, 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 yeah. And it, I mean, and they won't jump over; they don't fly. It's it's four feet tall. The first net we had was three feet tall, and they got over it all the time. But this one, they don't seem to. They don't they don't like to fly very much. It's pretty hard for them. Yep. Just, well, which when, is one of the which is one of the reasons we got the breed of birds we did because. We were a little nervous, like especially where we're so close to town that we'd get real close to being ready to process, and and uh, all of our birds would fly away. And we have we had a neighbor that like within the first week of us being there was like, "Oh, so you're raising turkeys?" I had a neighbor that raised turkeys once. They roosted in my yard all the time and pooped on my and you know. And so it's like, okay, well these birds are we're going to keep them pretty well put up. And and honestly, I mean they. They're pretty, uh, so they're pretty manageable. You mentioned yeah. what, what breed are they? They're white, broad-breasted white turkeys. Okay, they're just generic turkeys. Okay, and and you bought those as poults. Mm-hmm. Are they? I've heard. Yeah, I heard all. You hear all this stuff, and you don't know what to credit. But you know the stuff that you read. They say that the turkey. A lot of these breeds now can't even uh, breed naturally. That's be AI. I, I would say for sure. Yeah. On, this, on these birds, and I mean. You know, you can look at that however you want to, but we, we breed cattle the same way. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, look at. You know, I'd say the 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 method of growing makes more difference than the Absolutely. how you breed them. Absolutely. Because being out like that, I would think would make a lot of difference. Oh man, our birds, like I say, like I wish they'd move less. You okay. Know, they are. They they're so turkeys are really um they're really social, like much more so. You know, we get. Hand, a couple dozen chickens too and um and they like couldn't they're like not that interesting but turkeys are like super vocal and they running around and they come up to see you all the time and when they um when we switch pens um 
there's a period of time usually where where we just turn them out in the field while we set up the new. Oh, really? Pen. Yeah, and then we'll gather them up. Um, so you don't have any bunch quitters? No, <laughs> no, they're they're just. I mean, shoot, they're just like they're just like they're just like cows. Like you get one off by itself, and it's pretty ready to be back with the bunch yeah. as soon as it yeah. can be. Um, for the most part, and uh, if not, you just grab it and trip it and bring it back. Oh man, yeah. if you can catch them, that, I mean, it's hard for us to catch the birds. It is hard, yeah. Like they're they're pretty quick. So, um, so how big are they now? They're probably between fifteen and twenty pounds right now. I'd say they're between fifteen and twenty five pounds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah easily. That's 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 a that's a lot of bird. Yeah, and yeah. they will they'll lose thirty percent of their weight um, after processing. Right. Okay. So, they're getting to the point where they're almost ready, but not quite there. Okay. Um, yeah, they they have access to fresh green grass, grasshoppers. They're outside pretty much all the time. With the cool weather, they're getting put up in the evening. But um, other than that, they're just outside and finding stuff to eat. By put up, you've got a, a, an enclosure they can go in, or just in, or just a, in the fan, in the pan. Yeah, I got a ninety-one. Seven horse diamond D. Trailer. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, so, so <laughs> when, it, when it comes shipping day, all you get is open the back of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of how we see it. it yeah. That's smart. It, it was not in the plans initially, but we had a friend who was ready to get rid of a, a horse trailer, and we took him up on it. And then one week later, we were like, "Well, we could keep him warm." And it's just getting down into. The 20s yeah. and, you know, keeping them warm at night was starting to look like a challenge. So the, uh, the horse trailer came in handy. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so we I built a deck in it because it, believe it or not. But, <laughs> Double deck. Uh, 100, 100 turkeys fills up. I mean, it's, I think it's 20 foot. It, it fills up every bit of floor yeah. space. So oh, that's, man, that's a YouTube thing, right? That's <laughs> Yeah. Well, especially when our. When our dogs are putting them in there at night, it's pretty. It's pretty entertaining. Well, you should charge admission to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah, that's well, good. tell me about predators. I'm interested. In Did you have any problem at all when you came with with coyotes? Or you're fairly close down, but there'd still be a lot of critters around. Yeah, there. we we knew there were raccoons and fox, maybe coyote in the area. Um, we took a lot of precaution, put them up at night when we first moved over. Kept them in a fenced area, and then we have the electric netting. You know, we had one bird that we found that definitely something got, but based on its injuries, we were thinking it's probably a bird. Yeah, some kind of. Um, and it could have been something. suicide. I've had could've. yeah. <laughs> some of them just can't take <laughs> the pressure. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> they told uh, they told them about Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, for the most part, we haven't had knock on wood any issues with predators. Um, yeah. So tell me about the processing plans. This is, this is going to be pretty fascinating. So I want to, I just want to touch on the, um, breed of bird. Okay. Yes, please comment on that. You know, we, we're trying to find a middle ground between birds that people anticipate eating, you know, like, like you would find in a grocery store, but that have been raised outside. Um, and, uh, and the white broad breasted birds for us, kind of are that middle ground. They are birds that, you know, they put weight on quickly, but the way that we are raising them outside, they're very mobile, so they don't put weight on maybe as quickly as they do, like in those farm factories that you're talking about, Jack. Um, and, but you know, they do put weight on, and 
they will present the same kind of carcass as as a, a turkey bought from the grocery store. So people right. will be familiar with them. It will look like what you would want to see on the Thanksgiving table, um, but it's a it's a pasture raised bird. So, so trying so to find that middle ground. A lot of people when we're and I've had a lot of experience. I've I've totally switched to to pastured poultry chickens mm-hmm. if you can find and you can. You know, but I had to, I had to, <laughs> had to drive, you know, to Nebraska to find some this year. But, but there, you know, but there's certainly a, the eating qualities of something that runs out is totally different than something that's raised with with mm-hmm. uh, minimal exercise, if you want to call it that way. So the, these birds, can can we can you expect to have to cook them any different? Is there going to be a lot of difference in it? There'll be a difference in flavor, I know that, but what about the, the texture? Yeah, I, you know, we we haven't experimented too much with the way these birds will cook. We anticipate doing some of that over the next few weeks just so we have an idea of what to tell folks for the holidays. Um, my guess is you, you know, ideally what we will probably do is butterfly, spatchcock the turkey. Yes. Um, so you cook it. Um, for less time, um, and you get a more even cook um, throughout. That's that's probably the way we would recommend folks do this bird. Um, you know, they're not going to be as they'll be fatty, but not quite as fatty as what you would find in the grocery store. Any thoughts on that, Pat? No, I would just clarify that for those folks that don't know, spatchcocking is butterfly. You, yeah, yeah you, you cut the backbone out and and uh, and either break or pull the breastbone out and then they can lay flat and so instead of a like a typical roast turkey it'd be like you know 10 to 14 inches tall in your roasting pan or whatever um it'll be like four to four to six right but it'll take up the whole oven Mm -hmm. you you have to have a big a big pan to put it in yeah and we do them um that's how we've done turkeys for the last long while Mm -hmm. for our thanksgivings and uh we do them on a charcoal weber Oh, okay. With indirect heat. And okay. Really good like that. Yeah. So how long that would, you could probably do that. Like in, an hour. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot quicker. So much faster. Think. Yeah. 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 I've done Which that. Which is a bonus too. Yeah. And I these, love, I love the word spatchcock. Yeah. It's just it fun to say that, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder where that, I don't know where it came from, but I'm glad, I'm glad it got here. Yeah. Good yeah but it is, it is really cool. It lays all flat and, and uh, do a lot of chickens and uh, uh, smoke. If anybody have a, mm-hmm. uh, access to a smoker, that would be awful yep. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awful sure. good. So let's go to the process. Yeah. Ah, here we go. Okay. We're still trying to um, <laughs> nail down the details of how we're going to process ninety-five to ninety-six turkeys. Um, we recently purchased. This is news to you, Jack. Purchased um, the equipment, the processing equipment from Featherman, which yep. um, you know, and it's built for processing turkeys. Okay. It's got a bigger plucker and scholar and um it's a little more heavy duty so it's the one that dips the bird in and keeps it there for a time then brings it on to the mm-hmm. top yeah okay um so that should be here in the next couple weeks um and then oh well, you're home free That's... yeah <laughs> we now we just need a, a space to um to actually do the processing so depending on whether it'll be um either outside at our house at our farm um or you know, somewhere else if we can if we can find a yeah. place. Yeah. So if anybody's got ideas, and seriously, this this is an opportunity. If if 
if anybody's paid any attention to this, you'll realize that these guys have got a, a very viable uh, enterprise going. If you could take a, 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 a hundred chickens and market them that fast, you know, in this little community. Uh, and let's talk a little bit about price. Uh, sure. Just give them an idea of your price points. Yep. So we are asking that folks give us a $20 deposit to hold a turkey, and then it's five ninety nine a pound okay. at pickup minus okay. the deposit. Sure. And so that's if anybody's doing the figures, mm-hmm. that's a pretty that's a pretty viable enterprise for somebody that wants to work. Now it is work. It it's is a work. lot of work. It's, it's work. a lot of work. But I I really think that this what what I'm finding in this local thing, local food thing, the more I'm into it, the more people are willing to pay a significant premium for locally raised stuff that they know how they're done and know what the people look like that did it. <laughs> that makes all the difference in the world. And especially for me, you know, it, that's, 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 that's worth the premium. And so, uh, uh, this is a, a, a viable deal. And maybe, you know, if enough people get together, we could put together a, uh, a poultry processing thing, not only turkeys, but, but, but chickens too. That's very, very, uh, uh we need that real bad. Yep. In this community, we did have there was a a, a poultry processing thing here uh, for a while, uh, and the people it was it was very viable. They were going fine, but they sold the farm and moved away. and And it's the finding people that want to do the work. Mm-hmm. And what I'm finding in this local thing is they're there. We just have to give them the opportunity to pers- participate in all this. Yeah, and we are planning on doing chickens next year, starting Good. the spring. So hopefully, we'll have chickens and turkey available again next year um and yeah i think that you know on the the price um it's certainly a price that i would feel comfortable buying a turkey for i I do too yes Um, and while it's not as cheap as what you'd find in the grocery store um the thing that and this was you know you mentioned this in your introduction jack but you know that money is going to stay local you know we are taking those proceeds and reinvesting them back into the community so you know it's um self-sustaining it's a closed loop and we really love that idea and that money that stays in the community really circulates seven times they say Mm -hmm. so it's really seven dollars every time you put something a dollar in the bank the the community uh gets seven dollars worth of of good out of that And, and that's a huge part of it that cheap one down at the low price leader wherever it is you know when you, when you pay that whatever it is, that ridiculous low price, well, somebody's getting cheated. Yep. It's probably the producer on it. And then the money, when you pay it, goes to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. It's gone. You know, so that's there's so many reasons to, to support people like you. Yeah, so, and those bigger producers, you know, they might make five cents a bird or something like that. But when you're doing 40, 50, 100,000 birds, like... That it economies of scale is just right. makes all the yeah, difference in the world. It, I just, I, I just read a book the other day about John Tyson. Uh, and it's a, it's, I mean, it's, it's really is. It's, a, it's the American success story. He did, he did what the system told him to do. But we haven't really, consist, haven't really considered the end of that system, how when it gets mature, and that's where it is now. And it's, it's not, not a viable thing. It, it, it's bad for, for everybody except for a very few people at the top. Yeah. You know, when, 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 when John died, they found his son on his yacht and had to tell him about it. So that's, you know, yep. that uh, you will go from a, from a hardworking chicken producer <laughs> to somebody that's out in the, 
uh, on his yacht. So anyway, I want to I want to I want to commend you guys. This is this is wonderful, uh, and I want to encourage people to buy the last fifteen turkeys. <laughs> yeah. You know, but no, the last thirteen I want to. Uh, <laughs> and again, give us the give us the uh, this will be in the show notes. But give us your uh, uh, how they get hold of you. Yep, Second Street Farm spelled out, um, and then we're at. at on social media at Second Street Farm on Facebook and Instagram. Good, and not only buy turkeys. Let's start a conversation about maybe getting a group of people. If anybody's interested in pasture poultry, I think there's a huge market, and especially if we can ship back over that mountain to where you guys came from, <laughs> I think there's a big market yep. over there in there. A big market. So, mm-hmm. all, right. all right. Well, Bailey and Pat, I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. So. For the poem today, I'll uh, Baxter Black had one that I I really enjoy, and it's kind of uh, about the subject of time, and it's cowboy time. If Genesis was right on track concerning Adam's birth, and seven days was what it took to build the planet Earth, then where does carbon dating fit, and all the dinosaurs, and all that other ancient stuff that happened on our shores. Well, I believe in scientists. They're not all lunatics. But I believe in Genesis. That left me in a fix. The answer occurred to me while working on this rhyme. God made the earth in seven days, but it was cowboy time. Pretty quick, a little while, real soon, or right away, really has no meaning to a cowboy any day. For you see the Precedent was set so long ago, the angels had to learn themselves what all good cowboys know. They thought if they didn't work to keep the schedule tight, the earth would not be finished by the deadline Sunday night. They hadn't learned the lesson of going with the flow, but God does things on cowboy time to watch the flowers grow. He bade the angels to relax and said, For heaven's sakes, We'll get her done in seven days, no matter how long it takes. For the Riverton Local Food Hub, this is Jack Schmidt. The Fremont Local Food Hub podcast is made possible by the Lost Wells Cattle Company. They're committed to providing you with a premium beef product right here in Fremont County. So when you're looking for a juicy, tender, delicious cut of Wyoming beef, Think of Lost Wells Cattle Company. They're located at 190 Dirt Road, just off 8 Mile Road, or just southeast of Midvale. You can contact the boys at 307-850-2129 or visit lostwellscattlecompany.com. And don't forget to like their Facebook page.